The following episode was recorded before we recorded the first episode we released. It was meant to allow us to test the equipment and format of the show. It also uses equipment that's older than what we use now, so we apologize for any audio issues while listening. We hope you enjoy. You're tuned in to NFB Radio. I'll try that again. Nope. I am Dr. Fresh. <laughs> I'm Lions. I'm Alan. And we're here to discover music with you guys and just show you music that we really like. I would just like to point out yes. that uh, since this is just a test, one, we don't have any listeners, and two, I don't like to pick favorites. Just, All right. Just so it's out there. So well, we're just we're like we're just targeting all of our favorite listeners. Yeah, I'm so just, I'm just uh, throwing that so, out there, yeah, but we have just no put listeners that out there. yet. <laughs> These are so none of them can be our favorites. They're not there. Gotcha. <laughs> so um, I had a couple. I had a couple. Uh, is is of... this where the disclaimer would come in? No. Or would that be? No. We'll, we'll do some like news. Okay. And then as soon as we start, like, all right, let's get going. Disclaimer, and then we introduce the topic. Okay, that makes sense. So um, I actually had a couple of comments on the last episode that I was listening to. Um, so. Right, actually, right before the podcast, you brought up "It Starts and Ends You" by Suede. It starts and ends with you by Suede. Yep. So I was putting together the pot, the uh, playlist for Spotify, mm-hmm. and I had a hard time finding them. Come to find out, in America, they have a different name. What? Yeah. What called, are they called? They're called the London Suede. Interesting. In America. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. What a coincidence. Speaking of it starts and ends with you. We're not done. We're not oh, there yet, Alan. We're not there yet. So <laughs> give, it, give it some... Give I'll it a bring minute. it up. I'll bring it up later. Yeah. Okay. So I also wanted to talk about the Battle of Evermore, which is... We played That's the one you played. Yeah, yeah. the one yeah. I played. And, um, and uh, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So you said it makes you antsy. No, no, not... not well, oh, did I, I probably did use the word antsy, but yeah. that's probably so, not the right way to describe it. No, no, no. I thought it was cool because... Uneasy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it makes you uneasy. It chills me out. I was just kind of thinking about that, and just like, isn't that what art's supposed to do? Like, it's it's supposed to affect people in different ways. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. I just, so, kinda, I just kind of appreciate well, it. No, it also that. depends on what mood I'm in. Like, I could I could relax to that song, but I feel like the general vibe of that song was very well, just eerie and just like. I think it agitation. gives an idea of how you guys would each spend the night before a great battle. Like, you. J- Dr. Fresh would sleep fine. Alan would, I would pee be on, himself I would, and, I would, and stay up all night. I would, would do drugs. He would be on fire. <laughs> I would take several drugs before the battle. I, I would I would make sure he's a flame. <laughs> that is guaranteed. Whatever he feels after that is up to him. talking about today guys Our, uh we are talking about guitar solos we are doing a really heavy focus on it from the past present and future whoa cool um yeah i, I just thought i thought this would be an easy one to test out and turns out like i, I was it Did it you was guys... it was very easy yeah. it, it yeah. was hard to narrow it down yeah it was it was pretty easy but i i like to challenge myself yeah. So I made it harder on myself, and I I, I try not to use any like classical th- songs that you would think of when you mention guitar solos. So I tried to pick all newer music. Hold on, L- list a few, and I'll tell you if I had any picked up. List a few. Yeah. Let, thriller. Let, oh, Journey. Thriller. The Thriller Jer- guitar solo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's Jer- a classic Jer- guitar when you think solo. Of, when you think of guitar solos, you think oh Journey. Okay. I didn't pick any Journey. A Boston. I didn't pick any Boston. Okay, I'm, Kansas. I'm, just, I'm just saying like I didn't pick any Kansas. That era of music. Pearl Jam. I tried I didn't to pick stay. Any Pearl Jam. I tried to stay away from just because I, I just wanted to challenge myself. I All wanted right. to find new guitar. David solos. Bowie. I didn't pick any David Bowie. Wow. So you really strained yourself on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so for for um, for guitar solos, I, I kind of want to see. It, it'll be interesting because like. 
people go for different kinds of guitar solos. There are some that go for the really intense ones, like the just blazing fast. There's some that just go for noise. Um, and there are some that go for strong melodies. And I kind of tried to get a sample of a little bit of everything. I didn't really get any noisy solos for this one, but I got some fast and I got some melody, stuff like that. Yeah, it's, there are a lot of different types of guitar solos. And it's interesting to see how, whether a song has like a, a minute set aside for it or if they're just playing. Uh, we, we listened to something right before this where Alan pointed out that it, the solo keeps going into the mm-hmm. into the verse or the chorus as yeah. it started up again. It's not very common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what we're going to do here. So, um, Alan. Speaking of it starts and ends with you. Oh, amazing segue. <laughs> um, like how you did that, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm leaving that in there, by the way. I'm going to start <laughs> with, uh, I get I get to start, and I also get to get to end. Well, no, to bring that up here, later. Here's some... Here's some some sweet sugar, but for your ears, by a band called Cake. So you watch out, she ain't no good for you. Yes. Yeah, that song's called Ain't No Good by Cake. That's off their uh, Motorcade of Generosity album. Uh, yes. Motor... Let me... The orange one. Yes. I'm not asking, I'm, I'm saying. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, so something that I really I like about that... Double, double check. <laughs> something, are, are we going to be talking specifically about the solos themselves for, or the songs in general? For this episode, yeah. let's let's focus on the solos. I mean, you can talk about the song too, yeah, but I think that's we want to focus um, on the theme. The... Yeah. The solo itself, short. Com- it's, short it's short and sweet, but it comes out of nowhere. It does. And, it, and it's and a new instrument that hasn't been played in the entire song. It's short, it's full of energy, it's, it contrasts the song super well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very well done. And it ends out of nowhere and lets the horns take over. Yeah. Which does... I was actually, actually going to comment on the contrast as well, because this is a, really, this is a, this is a pretty chill song. It's, yeah. it's softer... And um, when that solo hits, it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's nuts. But, like, it, it's its a little bit of insanity. Uh, sh- it's sharper. It's a- sharper. That's thats a good way to put it. And um, what's really cool is that solo doesn't stop just with the soft part, just with the sharp part. It adds another guitar on top of it, and it yep. kind of subdues the sharpness of it. Yeah. <sighs> song's really good. I love that song. It's a good band. Excellent choice. Yeah. Um, okay. Am I good to go? You're, yeah. Um, so this first one that I'm going to play, it's called She's Gone by Steelheart off of the album Steelheart. This was back from 1990. Um, enjoy. She's Gone by Steelheart, 1990. There's nothing quite like power ballads. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that band. Um, That's okay. That um, was that was so 80s hair metal. Like, yeah. Right. That, yeah. Like, I, I I listened to a lot of it. I listened to a lot of hair metal growing up. I've never heard that song before, but I was able to predict every step of the way. Like, this is just copy. This is just cookie cutter. It's good. I love that song. That that song's awesome. But, but it's it's exactly what it what it's meant what to be. It's, you yep. can tell what they're trying to do. Um, Let's talk about the solo. Yeah. So speaking of the solo itself, for me personally, this solo. Which solo are we talking about? Because there's one in the intro. No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, this the main one. The, okay. One, the, the second one. One at the end. Um, but this you, is a prime example for me of emotion in a solo this is a sad so it's weeping it's, this is a guitar weeping it's very melancholic yeah and and i i wanted to show something that kind of gave yeah. off of that vibe um i liked the solo but to me that that was not the highlight of that song 
It, it was oh, the good. pipes, the vocals. That guy's voice. And it's a shame. It's a shame because you won't hear it in the podcast. So so look look up the song. Yes, please do. Dang, that guy. He's got some pipes. That, that guy's got pipes. Like I'm, I can sing pretty high, and I can't even come close to that. Yeah. Um. And I'll, just really quickly, I want to say that 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 band they sound very similar to Chicago. Um, his voice, not not when he goes super high, but his regular voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, yeah. The, yes. the, and the mu- the instrumentation, the way that they compose that, very reminiscent of Chicago. Yeah. Are you saying Chicago is 80s? No, they are no, not hair metal. No, no, but just the <laughs> um, way that they put the song together. So going back to the solo, that was a really technically impressive solo. There was a lot of, there was a lot of experimentation and a lot of techniques going on in there. There was, um, the things that I noticed were the trills and... Oh man, it's slipping my mind. I can't think of it. Um, I would have to listen to it again. Oh well. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of there was there was a lot of stuff going on in that solo that would be difficult for a guitarist to do. And uh, yeah, he killed it. And that just to comment on, there's a solo in the intro of that song mm-hmm. that is very melancholic very very sad. It sets the tone for the entire yes. song, and it makes you eager to hear. Yeah, the, the the main solo. Yeah, I love that. I love that first solo. It's very beautiful. It was a good song. Good pick. Okay, so I'm gonna move on, and um, we're gonna we're gonna hear a track from 2012. Uh, this is but. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, this is a song by Tenacious D, from their uh, 2012 album Rise of the Phoenix. Let me double check that date. Yeah, 2012. Rise of the Phoenix. This is Rock is Dead. That was Tenacious D playing Rock is Dead. How long is that song? A minute and 44 seconds. It's really impressive. I've never heard it before, and the fact that the solo came in so early... Yeah, that kind of that kind of tips you off. Um, so, I, I, in case in case you didn't know, um, that's Jack Black singing vocals. That's true, and, and Kyle Gass on guitar, Dave, and Dave Grohl on drums. Dave Grohl on drums. Uh, Steve Carell on drums. Steve. <laughs> Steve Carell. Um, anyway, the thing I like about that solo is like this. This whole song is like it's rockabilly. Like it's it's oh, yeah. it's it's heavy rockabilly, and just that solo kind of embodies what that genre or that subgenre is all about. Yeah. It, so, go so ahead. Tenacious D yes. is a joke. But it's so well constructed that y- you can still take it seriously. Yeah. It's it's a it's a, it's a comedy band. <laughs> yeah. And they have really good stuff. Yeah. Like they're they just have fun, yeah. but they do it so well. Um, it, it's very impressive. Yeah, there's a lot of creativity in that band. Yeah, the that I'm I'm trying to think of a, an equivalent I know. Uh, Nathaniel Radcliffe. He has a band that. Daniel Radcliffe has a band. Yeah, Nathaniel Radcliffe has a band, um, and they they have a lot of it's it's kind of similar sounding. Um, Is his real name Nathaniel? I believe so. I'm, I don't know if they called him that growing Daniel, up, but it's probably not important. I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was thinking Nathaniel Hawthorne. <laughs> and I'm the like, what the you, author? What are you, I'm like, oh, 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 wait, we're talking about Harry Potter here. Okay, uh, it's my turn again. Yes, please. Um, we're, getting, we're about to revoke that privilege. This is one of my favorite bands of all time. You're off the cast. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't make that connection. All right. um, this is one of my favorite bands of all time, and I'm probably going to uh, force you guys to listen to them in, in one of our future episodes. Uh, but this is the Juliana Theory. Um, and I'm cracking out my longest song uh, right off the bat so we can get it over with. But yeah. it's really good. It's called Understand This is a Dream. Oh, no, no, sorry, that's the album. It's called Constellation.
That was Constellation by the Juliana Three. Solid. I like that song. Good. Um, I'm I'm gonna make you listen to this band. So, about the solo. Um, it's not a typical guitar solo. It's not. It, it, um, it's almost more of a riff. Yeah. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. It's, it's, it's pretty, a good it's, way of putting it. It's pretty repetitive. That's okay. Um, what I actually kind of liked about it was the... Like, yeah, the, the heavy distortion hits. Um, before that, there's a, there's a, the guitar has a clean effect on it, and it just does a couple of plucking things and a couple of slides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like that. I, I, I like that, um, that clean part for a bunch of musically nerdy reasons. Um, the solo, it's... Because it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the technical term that's, you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That is the, that is the term. Um, the solo itself, yeah, it was... It, it, it almost felt like a vocal line, to yeah. be honest. Um, I, I liked that they ended the song with it. Yeah, that was like, a good, that was a good it was, we, we haven't seen that yet today, and I don't know if we will again. The, but The entire second half of the song is instrumental. Mm-hmm. It's three minutes with, of that. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, um, it's one of my favorite bands of all time. And lyrically, it, the song is very impressive as well. It's very deep. Yeah, that's all. Cool. Thanks for showing us that. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna bump it up with a shorter song. All right. Not about half as long. Um, by a, a band that's super popular these days, Imagine Dragons. Hmm. Uh, this. I haven't heard of them. <laughs> uh, this is their song "Warriors" from their album "Smoke Plus Mirrors" back in 2015. by Imagine Dragons. So the second part of that solo is actually really reminiscent of a solo by Foreigner on Cold as, Cold as Ice. Yeah. It does. That, 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 that part where it's climbing. Yeah. yeah. I heard that. Um, the thing that I like about this song in general is that uh, the, the, a lot of the instrumentals, the they they use strings and it gives it a very right. intense vibe reminiscent of like a almost like a soundtrack for a movie a score for a movie yeah they use strings for ambience more than mm-hmm. anything else yeah they wrote this song for a league of legends world promotional ch- video world championships world championships uh, and it's this must have been big then it was yeah, intense it was uh, but it was never played on the radio which i was sad about because it's one of the best ones on the album um what else I, is on that album i don't remember okay I, the, Oh yeah, um, well, about the guitar solo, I I like I like this. It's very different because a lot of guitar solos will go for that high shrill uh, sound that guitar solos are known for, and this, right. one, this one's a very deep, very low, and and it really fits the mood of the song, which is just like a battlefield, you know. Yeah, it, it the solo kind of has it's almost an, like a drum beat. Yeah, the solo kind of has an arc to it where it starts with just a bunch of bends leading up to the oh, leading up to the know. same note. Then it does that foreigner thing, and then it does um, tremolo picking. At, that's what it was in the in that first song that we heard today. It was tremolo picking that I wanted that's to pick up. That's what we were looking for. The the steel steel heart song. We'll we'll edit that so you say it back then. I'm the one editing it. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> oh okay. So yeah, that um, this this Imagine Dragon solo, it, it kind of had that arc and it kind of built its own intensity within itself. I like it. They that is the riff of the song before their big climactic third chorus right. and it it absolutely sets it up cool cool so i've got a song um we're gonna take it back so before the podcast um began we were discussing some possible songs and uh i was asked i don't know which one of you asked me but but which how many solos i had before the year 1990 that, and, that was me. Yeah, that was you. All right. So we're going to hear one of those. Okay. Um, this is actually, this is a song by Poison. And, and uh, this is the solo. This solo is really fun. 
and it's very easy. It it really is. You mean is. that it's like easy to play? It's easy to play. It's easy to impress people with because people because it's a fun solo to do. It's got a really strong like, it's got a strong melody within itself, and it's easy to play, and it just sounds cool. So this is from their nineteen eighty their nineteen eighty seven album. Look what the cat dragged in. This is Poison playing Talk Dirty to Me. Poison playing Talk Dirty to me. Do you guys see what I mean? Yeah, no, fun Fun is a good word to use for that. That's it's like every 80s high school coming mm-hmm. of age movie put into one song. Oh, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> so that solo... Like a good montage. That, that solo sounds impressive. Very simple. Really? It, it's, it's a really easy solo to play. Interesting. Yeah. But it's a great solo. I love it so much. I just saw so many couples making out in front of their lockers during just, that song. In my I head. just like PTSD with couples making out. Uh, so I, aside okay. from that, um, that song is a little odd because for the two, the first two verses, the transition from verse to chorus is very subtle. You don't recognize it in the first verse. You notice the repeat in the third or the second verse. It happens. They re- they do the chorus in the third verse, but it doesn't ep- emphasize contrast. It it elevates it by going. F- it, it it sounds like more people are singing. You know what I mean? Like you could sing it as yeah. a group. It, like sing it with your friends as the as you're driving down the highway. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was the point of it. I know that's what, I, but but we've talked about contrast. Well, this is the opposite. This was a very subtle, yeah, yeah, yeah. subtle chorus. And in terms of the the guitar solo, the the guitar solo was amazing itself. Yeah. The fact that they they flash to it in other bits of the song, yeah, also yeah, yeah. just as good. And I, I'm always a fan when when you have something fun like um, w- when the singer tells them to pick up the guitar. That's a that's a fun thing to see and hear, even at a concert. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Cool. It's my turn. Well, um, it it wouldn't be an episode of New Favorite Band without some Weezer from Alan. All right. Cause I, yeah. Because I love him. Wait, did you play Weezer on the last one? No, he didn't. Oh, okay. No, but it's... Glad we're setting that precedent early, though. Pretty much my favorite band. So uh, you can expect some more where this came from, boys. Uh, this, is, this is a little diddly called The British Are Coming. The British Are Coming by Weezer. Off of Everything Will Be Alright in the End album. Um, I like the historical references, and I think that the song as a whole represents just teenage rebellion. How about the solo? Solo is good. Um, <laughs> it it kind of goes to the back to the last. Like it's it's high school. It's a high school solo. Yeah, it did this. It did that thing um, in the second bit of it where it's very like alternative and grunge, where the guitar solo just mirrored the vocal track. Yeah, and, but it but it, it worked. It like it starts off doing its own thing, and then it finds a way to work in the melody of the song. Yeah, and then it goes off again. Like... Well, the melody of the chorus is just really strong, and yeah. they just translated that to, to guitar and that's something that nirvana does that a lot yeah and it's yeah. just something that is but, pretty common yeah i was i was going to mention that if you didn't mention it but mm-hmm. I, I just Me i too. really like the way that it, it naturally just works the melody you've already heard in the song into the guitar solo that yeah you're hearing for the first time to be fair if it didn't have the um its own thing for the first part of the solo if it wasn't doing it like its own thing yeah then it wouldn't have worked as well 
No. But because it did, it works very well. It's fair. It's uh, that's good composition right there. Yep. Good. Good old. Paul, so I'm Paul Revere. <laughs> Paul Revere was an amazing compo- composer. It was just incredible. <laughs> Don't tell me you know music unless, uh, unless you, you know Paul Revere. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drastically change the genre on this one. How dare you? Yeah. So strings. Wait a guitar. Mix it up. Lions. Yeah. This is this is the song called My Angeli by Head for the Hills, and I kind of just want to say how I found this band. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I collect posters uh, uh, for like concert posters, band posters, and you have I a lot fa- of you have a lot of posters. I, I have over I mean over twenty. Um, but my, the wall of my room is covered in them. And I was looking at this clearance bin, um, or this clearance section online. I don't know if it's a bin, but I saw their poster and it was like a snake skeleton. I was like, oh, I really want that one, but I don't know any of their music. So I started listening to their music just enough to, to buy the poster. To justify buying <laughs> to the poster. To justify buying the poster. They, but they actually have a lot of They have a $5 stuff. Walmart clearance bin Online. for band posters yes um so this song is called my angeli by head for the hills this came out in 2009 from their album head for the hills enjoy My Angeli by Head for the Hills. That was a serious tunnel shift to have that right to to introduce that dueling solo. Like everybody gets a everybody gets a gets a turn. I that that is a brilliant example. There's a fiddle. There's a guitar. There's a banjo. banjo. Each of them plays a part. They're yeah. each overlapping, and it tells a story. Like yeah. it is the story of him losing Angeli. He's the banjo. She's the fiddle. I don't know who the guitar is, but he only comes in once. I think he's the friend that's trying to tell him that, like, hey, she's gone. Anyways. So we need to add a little disclaimer here. Technically, that, that, that was a banjo solo, not, not a guitar solo. There was a guitar in there. I'll give it a pass. We, we, we let it slide. Lions is part of our special outreach program. He, uh, our, he ba- feel- our banjo outreach program? <laughs> he fills a demographic. Just I'm just saying, guitar solos are not... Are not <laughs> monopolized by <laughs> rock yeah that's absolutely no, it, true it, it, and there was a lot of skill yeah put into that guitar solo mm-hmm. um it, it was yeah it was a very technically difficult um song it's, it's very impressive yeah it's very impressive um <laughs> there was also before the actual like solo instrumental break began um in between like the chorus and the verse somewhere around there there was a there was another banjo solo that i thought was very nice i i we, I, we made eye contact yeah <clears throat> i i really enjoyed that one okay so we're gonna go even farther back in time to the distant future 1971 and i'm gonna play a track by a band called jethro toll so don't don't i, I was trying to find this story earlier because I heard a story about this and I couldn't verify it, so not to spread false information, but just You're that, about to. That, that's a fair that's a fair disclaimer. I heard the story, I couldn't verify it. When Jethro's Hole was recording the song, um, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin wandered into the studio for a quick visit, and uh, to impress them, the guitarist for this band, whose name escapes me at the moment, played this solo. So I, I think it's really cool. I think it's really melodic and uh, I like it a lot. So this is from 1971, the title track from Jethro Tull's album, Aqualung.
was Jethro Tull playing Aqualung. I would have been impressed too. Yeah. It's... Can I learn that on the guitar to impress my friends? Yeah, sure. It's 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 harder than Tog's Dirty to me, but I'm I, I can play it. It's just I need the music in front of me. Like I, I've tried memorizing it. It's just really hard to do. Um, yeah, that's a, that, that's a, that's just a good guitar solo. It takes its time to sustain some long notes to build it up, and then it just kind of lets loose. It doesn't go crazy or wild, but it lets loose. So something that I just want to mention really quick is that that song as a whole is a variety it, it changes pace very often yeah um and so i i just want to say that the pace that they chose and the placing of it i thought it was well done yeah i thought it was very well done that song has some interesting lyrics well it's the story about Sitting on a park bench it, it's a story about a, a a homeless man who tries who's he's who tries scuba dive he's a creep Oh. And is running his, his, his name, nose. he's he's called Aqualung. That's his name, <clears throat> or his name. Mm-hmm. That's his moniker. That's a pretty cool name. And he's just a he's a creep, and he's a mess. And somebody tries to help him clean up his act, and succeeds, but then he relapses, and he just goes back to where he started. That's deep. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know me, I. I'm a lyricist, and yes, I like to focus on lyrics. And yeah, you're popular in high school. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, no, it's I, I didn't. I wasn't saying they were bad. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. saying the 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 words that they chose to use were, were very interesting. Well, that's it's well, a visual. Yeah, yeah, it's a very it's, visual song. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. I know that you're gonna focus on lyrics, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna focus on music. I have a thing too. I what's I, your thing? I don't know. <laughs> Why did we invite lines? You need a third person. So uh, anyway. Um, this, this song, um, what, what are we doing? We're doing guitar we're doing, solos. We're doing guitar solos. Um, this one's by Matchbox 20. Uh, it's, the song's called Bright Lights. For God's sakes, turn around! Bright Lights by Matchbox 20. Um, if we ever release this, release this episode, you'll know by now that uh, this is the band that uh, flipped my music switch. This is the album that that uh, got me into music. Oh, all right. That solo was very succinct. Very short and sweet. Yes. Um, it didn't explore a, a wide range of notes. No. It was just... It was it was there. It served its purpose, and it sounded really good. I I like that solo a lot. Yeah. Is Gavin DeGraw the singer of Matchbox Twenty? So moving on. Who's the singer of Matchbox Twenty? I don't I don't know. Rob, Rob Thomas. Okay, Rob Thomas. I'm just, I, I don't <laughs> I'm just, know. I'm just kidding. Because it sounds like the I'm not crazy. Yeah, I'm just a little unaware. That's not Gavin DeGraw. That's that? Matchbox Twenty. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> that was my bad. That's the same album. Oh. So we'll I'll 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 say this. So during that song, there was the part there was a part in it where the vocals would go, baby, baby, baby. And I like take off my headphones and I was like, no no no. I, I was thinking, huh, this sounds like Matchbox 20. And I realized, oh, this is Matchbox 20. <laughs> I it's it's it is a standard voice. Um that kind of uh, Michael Bublé blues singer, but with a more of a pop vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Forget you guys. I'm sure. going on to this next one. No, I'm agreeing with you. I know. I'm talking to Alan because <laughs> Alan's always mean to me. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Gavin Gavin DeGraw. In case you're wondering, he sings Soldier and yeah, yeah, yeah. different different artist. Gavin DeGraw, Soldier Boy. No. Soldier um, you wrote that song. Wrote that. <laughs> so this next song is. I, I don't want to be anything other than. Other I than don't want to be. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of, not the other one that I was thinking of. This next song 
is called uh, Figure It Out by the band Royal Blood Good song. Um, from Figure it out by Royal Blood. That was a, a I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast noisy solos. Yeah, that was a noisy, noisy solo. solo. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it experimented with really crunchy effects, and it just distorted the guitar as much as it possibly could. Is that what grunge is? Uh, no, I wouldn't consider that. One day well, I'll there, it there, out. there are parts of that I would consider grunge. It's definitely inspired by. Grunge as a genre. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that song's another good example of what we talked about with Weezer, how the solo kind of emulates the rest of the song. Kind of, ra- rather but than, in a different it, way. Yeah, in a different way. It, it didn't just take the melody and play it over, but that solo, does, like a lot of solos differentiate from the song, right? Right. It's, it's like a break. You, you, you hit the song and then you hit the solo and it's, and it's this... It's just a, it's just a different feel. To yeah, it. it's a different feel. That's that solo though, like, tries to copy the feel of the entire song and put it into just one instrument, and and mm-hmm. it's it's a really cool sound. Yeah. So speaking of um, giving it a different feel, my next track is by Guns N' Roses, and uh, should have said that when we were trying to guess your. Yeah, yeah, I've got a Guns N' Roses. That was my bad. Um, this is 1987, Appetite for Destruction. Which song did I pick? I don't know things by albums. <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Paradise City? No. Oh. Sweet Caroline. Song. No. That's not... But I know what you're going for, <laughs> and because of that, you're right. This is, <laughs> this is 1987, Appetite for Destruction. This is Guns N' Roses playing Sweet Child of Mine. Guns N' Roses playing Sweet Child of Mine. It's a classic. Yeah. It, uh, is, it is one of the ones that people bring up yeah. for historical guitar solos. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, I couldn't pass this up. It was too good. Um, so there, there are kind of three solos in that song. We kind of joked, yeah. about, joked about that. Um, what I, the, the thing that I wanted to mention is that the first guitar solo, um, we, we kind of brought it up where it, it felt more like a complication or an elaboration of the melody that was already being played. Yes. The second one was that big contrast that tries to stand yeah. aside from the rest of the song. The third one was kind of an in between, and I, yeah. I think it, I think it's timed perfectly. So for that, um, the second solo is the one I'm going to pick to play on the podcast. The the one thing I wanted to say about it, apart apart from it being very very impressive, like I I can't yeah. play I can't play the second half of that solo. It's too hard. I could, um, you I learn could, it to impress your friends. I could play it on medium. On Guitar Hero? On Guitar Hero, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, the thing I wanted to say about it, um, I really like how the first half of that solo is just distortion, and it's got like really long, sustained notes. And for the second half, Slash turns on the wah pedal and just goes crazy with it. Yeah. So, even, yeah, e- even that, yeah, even that had its own... Uh, it, it was very artistic the way that he did it. I, I really appreciated it. Yeah, um, the 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 first guitar solo and the first half of the second guitar solo yeah. really slow the song down in a good way. Because like like the song opens with the riff that's just like recognizable anywhere, and it's really fast. Yeah, you know, and then it gets to this gu- guitar solo, which typically is is very elevated and very intense, but it, it just like. It, just it like, provides, like, wait up, yeah, we're it, gonna get there. I feel like it, but later. It provides. Meanwhile, a base. like, feel the song, and then it picks up, and like, it, yeah, it's just, it's just a good. Song. In doing that, they provided a base yeah. for the rest of the song. I mm-hmm. thought, I thought they did very well. Yeah. 
Uh, it's, it's my turn again. Yeah, go for uh, it. This is, a, this is a song by uh, Cage the Elephant. <laughs> um, okay. Also a band that I enjoy a lot. I've only heard one of their songs. Um, I'm missing out. And I don't think it's this one. I'm, I'm assuming Ain't a Rest for the Wicked is what that's, you said. That's correct. Uh, they've got a lot of other good stuff. This one's called Back Against the Wall. Back Against the Wall by Cage the Elephant. I like how that solo kind of explores the chord progression itself. Yeah, and yeah. it it's almost in the background. Like, that that guitar solo is not at the forefront. Right. It And and it keeps going when the when the chorus starts again at the end. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like a duet. Yeah. I'm always impressed lyrically by Cage the Elephant. They're very fun to listen to. Um, Boy. Yeah, this... This solo in particular, I enjoy it. Um, it's it's subtle. It mm-hmm. is it is not. It isn't. It's not Guns N' Roses. <laughs> um, That's for sure. Because it, even at the very beginning of it, it's it's just kind of a yeah, when a it, when it first starts, you almost can't even hear it. Yeah. It, it, it's in the background, and then it builds up, and then kind of turns into a traditional guitar solo, mm-hmm. and then like kind of fades back down, and then the chorus starts up, and it's kind of like in and out between the vocalist and the guitar. Yeah. Really cool. Um. So this next song uh, is by an Australian band called Volbeat, uh, from their album Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie, 2016. Uh, it's called Let It Burn. Let It Burn by Volbeat. Um, so I have a couple thoughts about that solo, if that's okay if I go first. Yeah. Um, the, just overall, the I don't know the name of the lead singer, but he has a very distinctive voice. Like, I, I, can, recognize, I can recognize his voice. Um, in terms of the guitar solo, it kind of hints at it in the second, second verse. You hear a little bit of that, uh, of the guitarist... Um, kind of showing off in the middle of the verse. Mm-hmm. And then when it does, when it finally hits, it's it's great. I love it. And then it keeps going as the vocalist kind of, kind of leads it in. in yeah. And then it transitions seamlessly into the next verse. Yeah, I really liked that song. Um, mm-hmm. Me too. The uh, guitar solo was, was cool because it, it took turns with the other guitarist. Like it, it would do a solo and then it would do a riff and then like back to soloing and then another riff. Do you know how many guitarists were in that song? I think just two. Okay. Um, it, it was cool. It, you know, they, they just were like, they were like taking yeah. turns. You know, he would do a solo thing and then the other guy would do his like, and then solo. And then it, it was it was a cool little little battle there. That was a really cool solo. Um, it sounds like it could have been in a hair metal piece, right. like. Australian. Yeah, I love the way that they played with the played with the harmonics on the guitar. I thought that was really cool what they did. Well done. Okay, so I'm gonna move on, and uh, we're gonna bring it forward in time, away from the '70s and the '80s to 2006. I'm gonna play a song by the Raconteurs. Oh. And uh, the whole reason I picked this song, the whole reason I picked this solo, was for just two short phrases in the guitar solo they do something really cool with the harmonies and with the effects and i just wanted to point it out and highlight that so from the 2006 album broken boy soldiers this is the raconteurs playing level
the Raconteurs playing Level. I thought it was interesting. They did a they did a couple cool things where they mirrored the yeah. They just they just gave control over to the guitars. Yeah, and I I thought they did a really good job with it. Yeah, um, it worked very well. It's a really cool effect they have on that guitar too. Yeah, it's a nice sound. What yeah. are they doing to to do that? Um, I think I don't know, but they're using a I think they're using a fuzz box. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a they're, lot. Of, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a lot of stuff. They're using a fuzz box and I think a wah pedal. Okay. And it sounds like it's really compressed as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that they that was a it was a very sp- specifically and very finely tuned very effect. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. did you guys hear what I was talking about? That really short part with the harmonies with the, when the two guitars enter during that solo. Yeah. I I, I would need to listen to it. Again, I just but... think yeah go go back and listen to it. I just think that is amazing what they did. It. it it's made. I think it's made amazing by the effects as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, wow, really well done. And uh, a fun fact for those who don't know, the Raconteurs is a conglomerate of musicians from other bands. Yes. Who are just friends, and every once in a while they get together and record an album. Well, they haven't recorded for for fun. They they kind of <laughs> they kind of disbanded. Yeah. A little bit, they, but um, like, they, yeah. it's still possible that they might do more stuff, but. It, it's been a while. They're on hiatus. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, they haven't said that they won't do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, they have two albums out. They're both really good. Yeah. I would, the, ch- I would check them out. The the lead singer, probably the most prevalent of, of the artist, is Jack White. That's not the lead singer. No? No. Yeah. Oh, in, in, in that song. No, he's not the lead singer. He sings a lot. Yeah, he sings a lot, but he's not the lead. Okay. Okay. One <laughs> of the singers, Jack White from Mom The White Stripes. That's true. That's Pro- true. Probably the most famous of, of the group. Yeah. Um... My turn again. All right. Uh, this is uh, this is a band called Third Eye Blind. <laughs> Do they have any other songs but Closing Time? Um, they did a Closing Time? Closing <laughs> no. Time. That's not Third Eye Blind. Is that Matchbox 20? Third Eye Blind. I think. Uh, wait, I'm totally... Semisonic. Confused. Oh my gosh, guys. Semisonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's what I meant. Um, yeah. Making a reference. No. Third Eye Blind... Um, they're they're great and in my opinion their self-titled album is the best album ever recorded i've listened to that more than any other album mm-hmm. um and uh the songs from that album is called narcolepsy Sweet Christmas. That is Third Eye Blinds and Narcolepsy. That is a really? good song. Have you, you, neither of you had heard that before? Never heard it before. No. Uh, the only song I have from Third Eye Blind is... Semi-Charmed Life. Uh, of, of course. Um, well, you've, prob- you've probably also heard uh, the, the song on the, um, George of the Jungle. They did the theme for that? No. no George. Know. George. No, no, George. No, the one, the, one uh, the love song where uh, they start falling in love. Can you feel the love tonight? They're, no, they're, they that start, was Elton John. No, no, no they, start, they start dancing around the campfire. Dude, it has been 15 years, maybe, oh, maybe 20 least. since I've seen that. I'll probably play that song at, at a later date. So too, about so. that song, um, um, just initially, I like the three different tones yeah the three different like they're very distinct movements. they're yeah. very yeah movements is a good word for it that's the technical term for it so i'm just hey i'm just here to so, speak for the comment keep, keep going keep going, keep not, going. Um, I'm, hold on hold on keep okay. sorry I, well, I just I, I i like the three distinct movements and the guitar solo if it had been in the first or third movement it, it wouldn't have worked no, no of course not it works and yeah. That's a catchy solo. Yeah, so I'm not nearly as good as playing the, at playing the guitar as he, as Dr. Fresh is here. Uh-huh. So I, and I I could be wrong, but 
Um, he might be <laughs> confusing you. No, 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 no. I could be wrong about what I'm about to say. Sorry, I'm, I'm definitely not nearly as good at playing the guitar. Like, I can strum chords and that's about it. Um, man, I, I can do some picking, too. Man, Dr. Fresh is way better than me, probably. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. Maybe, I, he maybe sucks. I'm, pr- I'm pretty good at what I do. Um, but that guitar solo... there. There is an a, there's an echo effect. Yeah, it's got the, re, it's got reverb on but it. But it almost sounds like he's playing the echo, and mm. it's not an effect. May, I'd have to listen to it again. Yeah, it, but that's... either way, it's really cool. That is a really good song. Honestly, like I feel bad for laughing at Third Eye Blind. I just I just you know a co- lot, no no it's okay because a lot of people don't know how good of a band they are. That's true. Comedy is about the unexpected, and I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So everyone knows Semi Charmed Life. Yeah. And they haven't heard anything else. Yeah. And they're fantastic. So I just wanted to put it out there. I was I was amazed by that song. Great job. Yeah. Solid work for them. Um so this next song that I'm gonna play is the longest song that I own. Oh gosh. And it is it is an experience. You've played How so long many long songs today, it's, Jason. It's over nine minutes. Okay. Um but it's called I'm Curious. It's from 2010. It's called Garden of the Gods by the Bright Light Social Hour. Um, enjoy. Take, take it away. Garden of the Gods by the Bright Light Social Hour. That was beautiful. Did you have you heard that song before? I've never heard that song okay. before. I've never even heard of the band. So I just I have a few things to say about this song. <laughs> I know for considering how long it was, I th- thank you for bearing with that. No, no, um, not at all. That was great. But this song is it's it's a song that's not about the lyrics. The lyrics kind of give you an idea of what it's about. It's about a journey. Yeah. And it does that musically yes. because it, it brings in that guitar three different times and each time it goes a little bit and it elaborates and it uh, customizes just a little bit more and between the piano the guitar the drums the the organ that it brings in like yeah. it just it's very well synchronized and it's, it's there, a great song there was a more mellow part of that where um, the piano and the bass just did one note while the guitar kind of did its own thing I felt like that was a really good support for the guitar. Um, that solo was great. Uh, that song was great. Um, a thing about long music, I when I was in high school, I wanted long music, just the longer the better. And I had I learned that like in order to make a good long song, you need to have variety. And this song did it very very well. Yeah, it was. It was a good song. Um, it didn't feel like 10 minutes. Not at all. Um, that was because it was only 9.44. Li- like what, what you said, Jason, it, it, it's very... It's, it's not repetitive. You know, it, it, it goes through several different, you know, distinct parts. Yeah. But at the same time, it still all feels like one song. Yep. Uh, and that, that's, that's hard to do. It's very hard to do. Um... So, yeah, I, I really liked it. Great pick. So I'm going to go on the other end of the spectrum of this. I have a, I have a song by a comedy rap artist. And it's 30 seconds. Named, uh, it's four minutes long. <laughs> named uh, MC, MC Lars. You guys heard of this guy? Uh, so, yeah. Is he related to MC Hammer? I don't know. I, I Probably have not. heard of. So he's a comedy rap artist, and I have one of his albums, and it's great. And he did a song making fun of Guitar Hero. That's the song we're going to play right now. And, uh... I just wanted to say something about this. So he it's so brilliant what he did with this song. Because he he was like, Alright, we're doing a song guitar hero, we gotta have a really awesome solo. Who are we gonna get to do this solo? And I don't know if you guys know this guy, but he was like Paul Gilbert. 
Is he related to Paul Revere? Yes. And, <laughs> and Full circle. He is a... Starts he, and ends. He's, he's one of the best... He's considered one of the greatest guitarists of all time. He's... Who's he played for? He's most known for... I have it pulled up, actually, because... Uh, he's most known for uh, forming the band Mr. Big. Oh yeah, yeah. He's good. <laughs> yeah, he's really okay. good. But he's also he's played. He's, played. he's also played with people like Steve Vai and Joe Satriani and Eric Johnson. Like he's he's really good, and he just he brought his A game for I, this. I probably this song. know a lot more of his music than I can that come that comes to mind right yeah. now. So let's get right into this. This is uh, from his 2008 album, This Gigantic Robot Kills. This is MC Lars. Gigantic Robot Kills. Yep. This Gigantic Robot Kills. Oh, this. Yeah. Okay. Amazing song. Um, this is MC Lars playing Guitar Hero Hero. Guitar Hero Hero by MC Lars. Wow. <laughs> if, if you hadn't told me that that was a, a comedic, like a comedian, I would have just assumed it was it was like a similar a group similar to like Bowling for Soup. Nope. Or that, something like like that was that was very well done. Yeah. Lyrically, it's hilarious. I mean, the guitar the guitar solos alone. Yeah. We had, we had had a discussion earlier about loud. Those like noise, noise. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was not noise. That was not noise. It was loud. It wasn't noise. That was it was in, complex it, 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 it and was, intricate. It was it was, in, it was it was intensity. Yeah, yeah, that was the, really good. Yeah, he he killed it. Paul with that Gilbert, solo. dang, way to go, dude. That was uh, that was a song. Yeah, good job, Alan. Did did you like it? Why did we bring you? <laughs> yeah, here? yeah, it was good. I I I don't really have anything to say about it. It, just go listen to the full version. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I feel like I have to listen to it like ten more times. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm getting this song legally. It's so it's so good. It really is. It's such a good song. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're done to our last three songs, right? Our last Aww. last three songs. The last round. Um, okay, we'll end things up with with nothing but thieves. Okay. Yeah. You played them last week. I did. I played them yeah. last week. It's from the same album. Um, they actually do have a new album out that I don't have yet, and I need to... Is this the Trip Switch band? This Trip Switch. Okay. Uh, Switch. The song's called Hanging. Um, I like it a lot. It's it's not the strongest song on the album, but it's 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 pretty good. Here we go. Hanging by nothing but thieves. That's an abrupt ending. That's that was yeah. my like that was the thought that I had. It just cuts. Yeah. So that was a that was a really cool solo. Yeah. Um. It, there's two guitars there. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, fir- for the for the first part is one, but then like halfway through it starts weaving. Yeah. Two guitars together. Well, there, there's a lot of really cool call and response techniques going on there. Really, really yeah. cool the way they they weave that together. It, it's a really short guitar solo too. Yeah. Um. But I, I like it a lot. There was also a guitar fill earlier in the song mm-hmm. that, yeah. that was just noise, that was really well executed noise. But yes. I just wanted to point that out. Go listen to that. It's a good one. Um, the, the, regarding the, the song in general, I really like the contrast. The, like it, it's really mellow, but it also gets really intense. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's really beautiful to, to see those together. Yeah. Okay. All right, Lions, you're up. Yeah, so I have a I have a I have one more song, and the, the it's by Maroon Five, uh, which is a pretty well known Billboard band, uh, but this is from their first album, 
Uh, it's called Shiver uh, in 2002. Shiver by Maroon 5. Song. Good stuff. Their first album. Out of everything that we've played this week and last week, that's the first song of, that either of you played that I recognize. Really? Yep. So this was... Maroon 5 has taken an interesting path. Um, as long as they have... I think his name's Adam Levine. Yeah. Uh, that is that is Maroon 5. But this was back when they were uh, more rock alternative rather than pop. like the poppy feel. Yeah. And they, they used to rock. And that's that's a great solo. Say what you will about Maroon Five; they've probably exemplified the like staying in the spotlight. Oh yeah, no, like, they've done a fantastic like, job. They have kept themselves Relevant. modern and current through like several generations. They're in they're in um, they're in tune with like what's hit. Yeah, yeah. They like they're they... they're all they've been. The band that's on the radio since I can remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like think they've, they... they've never really fallen out of the spotlight, and it's it's that that's an impressive thing to do yeah. for like twenty years. So going back to the solo, um, I like how like the first half of that solo, it's just kind of riffs. It's not really anything. It's just really brief, just sprinkles, and then it gets into it. But I liked how it kind of like, all right, now we're in the solo section, and like here we here we are. It was, it was very... I like that. And so something else about that solo is that kind of in that second half, it plays a little, mm-hmm. and it, and then Adam Levine matches it because he can play with his voice, you know, as well as a guitar. Yeah. He's, he's a very talented singer. And it's... There's, I, I do like the symmetry there. Mm-hmm. It's a good, it's a good album. Um, yeah. It almost uh, made... Uh, my list for, for episode one of the music that, that got me into music. But I listened, started listening to them a little bit later in my life, so. Oh, yeah. Cool. Didn't include well, it. All right. I'm going to close out my set with a song from 1974. Yeah. You guys know this solo. I know you do. You guys have heard this song, I promise. Um, this is from the 1974 album Sheer Heart Attack. This is Queen yep, performing there. Killer Queen. I've never, Perfect. never heard of it. Really? Is that, is that a band? Queen. It sounds British. We don't have queens in America. <laughs> Queen performing Killer Queen. That solo embodies a playful, a playful guitar. Yeah, like that's the that's the best word I can think of it. It's just playful. Yeah, it's got a it's it's got a really nice melody melody to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know th- that song was kind of a blend of like every aspect of the solos we were talking about. Yeah, it's just it's got a really strong melody. It does that thing with the um, it takes the melody it, of the song. Yeah, it, it takes, starts off with and incorporates. Like, yeah, it incorporates. The first, the first part of that solo is it takes the melody and then it just yeah. explores those notes and finds like the meaning behind it. Yeah, and in other parts of the song, there's there's noise, there's really cool effects. Just that's a, that was a, that's a really well put together song, and I like it a lot. Yeah, I've always said that if there was one band I could go back and see them live like the the freddie mercury the original members yeah yeah freddie mercury and queen would have i would have died just from living yeah or mercury poisoning (laughs) (laughs) um so guitar solos are are cool that brings us to the end of our show and uh yeah this was 
we're probably going to release this at a much later date, probably at the one year mark, something like that. Make it special for all of our yeah. Kickstarter for all of our fa- for all our favorite listeners out there. For, we don't for for all our group because by then we will have favorite listeners. Yeah, all um, of them. All of them. Yeah. Uh, so if just a thought out there, um, if you guys know any songs with great guitar solos, send it yeah. to us because this is a this is a theme that we could very easily do again. I mean, yeah. we will. We will. We're, do we're it again. planning on doing multiple episodes of this, but this. <clears throat> We love, we love we this. Cu- I, uh, I'll speak for me personally. I cut out so many good guitar solos, and this is what left. This is what was on the cutting floor. Like, yeah. there's a lot of good solos out there. I, before we end, though, I, I had a quick question of for, for Lions. What was that song we played last week uh, by Swoon or Suede? Suede. Suede. It starts. Hold on. Before, speaking of, it starts <laughs> and ends. Before we do wait, that, wait. Can we can we cut that and just do it again? Yeah, we can okay, do it again. We'll, okay. um, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. I'll, I'm funnier in post. Okay. Um, so next week, next episode, we are launching our podcast, mm-hmm. and we are doing that by just giving us just giving a brief introduction to what songs got us into music. Mm-hmm. And and by the time this gets released. You'll, you'll already have, know that you'll have already heard yeah. that, so I don't know why we you'll have already it. you'll have already heard fifty episodes. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, you know what? Looking back, it's really been a journey, guys. It's it's been it's been an unbelievable experience. <sighs> well, for the last song. Um, so speaking of, it starts and ends with you see it, it doesn't work. It, it, <laughs> you, you guys, you guys, you're in you're in the moment. We are keeping all of that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I get to play the last song. Uh, so it's a little uh, diddly uh, from the Black Keys called uh, "Little Black Submarines." Thanks for thanks, thanks for, for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next episode.